You're listening to the Seduce podcast with Cass and Kat, where we love to talk about life and experiences that inspire your higher self. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, guys. <laughs> and good morning, Kat. Thank you, Kat. Something special is happening this month, guys. It is Kat's birthday month. <gasps> Your favourite Libra queen. <laughs> <laughs> and Kat is turning 21. Just joking. <laughs> she, we all wish we could turn back the clock and have a little bit more time. But I came to Kat the other day and I said, hey, you know what I'd really like to tell our listeners is we are wise women. What are the 35 lessons you've learnt to date? Life lessons, big Mm -hmm. lessons you've learnt. So Kat and I have both come up with lessons because I might be a a little bit older than Kat. So, so, and this is going to be 35 lessons to learn by 35. So let's get straight into them. Let's get straight into them, Kat. So I've wrote half of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And then maybe we'll do a part two and you can give the other half. Sounds great. Okay, amazing. So number one, and this is a very big favourite of mine, Mm -hmm. follow your intuition. Yes. So in life, believe you should always follow your intuition because it will never lead you astray. The more you can listen to that, the stronger your intuition actually gets. Mm, I love that, Cass. Number one. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not going to expand on that. No, let's keep going. Smash them out. I think episode five expands on that if you want to go back and listen to it. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Absolutely. <laughs> Number two, mm. this has been a big one for me and this is something I learned in my 20s mm-hmm. and has made me who I am today. Seek alternative healers, modalities and health options. People have this way of believing that you know, going to the doctor when you've got a cold or when there's any kind of thing that the doctor knows everything. Mm. I learned very early on when I had an ovarian cyst, which we've spoken about, that in fact, no, like doctors are great at prescribing medicine, Mm -hmm. cutting you open, removing something, and Mm -hmm. they definitely have their place. But once I sought out alternative medicines and healers was when I truly started to thrive in life because the medications that the doctors had put me on, they were actually quite terrible. And we've also spoken about this in another episode about my health journey. So that's massive for me. And you know what? Follow your intuition on that. Go Mm -hmm. with, you know, you can get one answer from a doctor if you wanted to go to a doctor and then you could try something else that someone else might recommend as in a holistic healer or alternative medicine, naturopath, nutritionist, that kind of thing. So that's a big life. That was a massive life lesson to me that I would pass on. I like that one. That's a good one, Cass. Thank you. Number three, Mm. your first instinct is always the right one. So don't Mm. be misguided by other people's opinion. Oh, that is so, so true, isn't it? And I guess that's like touching back on like trust your gut instinct. No matter what anyone says to you, you are always right because you are true to you and you are true to your own beliefs. Even if you don't really understand that on a conscious level, on a subconscious level, your gut, your instinct, you already know. You do. So yeah, you can you can listen to feedback and you can take little parts of that and add it to your life, but and you can overanalyze. Of course. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like you have to do what's right for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. And it's just that not overanalyzing everything. That yeah. first instinct mm-hmm. is the right one. Yeah, definitely. You know, you know best. Mm-hmm. Number four. Love yourself like you want someone to love you. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like I learnt this truly before Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I really, we've also spoken about this, but I really got into my feminine and was truly doing things for me and just loving every moment of my life alone. I had lived alone for quite a while and enjoyed it and loved it, but I truly just stepped into this Cassandra that was really passionate about everything that I did mm-hmm. and attracted that guy that was going to love me the same way or better mm. than I loved myself. Isn't so. that beautiful after you make that decision? Mm. What doors open when it comes to love? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And it was probably this time last year that you were probably getting ready for your solo overseas trip. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it's already been a year, by the way. That's crazy. <laughs> And we're back around to your birthday. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Given these lessons. Yeah. Number five, people will come and go and sometimes the closest people to you won't be your biggest supporters. Mm. So to me, that really resonated when I wrote it down, obviously. And it happens. It absolutely happens in life and we can't get caught up about the people that we have to let go or that were in our lives for a chapter. Mm. They were there for a reason and... Also, you just have to understand that sometimes those ones close to you just aren't your biggest supporters either and you have to make the decision to let them go. Yeah, let them go or not be wrapped up in their opinions, you know, and and just know that, okay, I will align myself with people that more fit my, I suppose, path in life and my journey. And, and, you know, I guess it's just about knowing where to put your love as well and where to put your energy. Mm. That's very true. Mm. People get so caught up putting their energy on the wrong things, the things that don't I know. Matter. And we've all been there, right? We've all yes. been there. But I think, you know, as we said, it's my birthday month. I'll be 35 next week. She's going to give it to you straight, guys. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you straight. You don't need to muck around with people like that. No. You can, you know what? You can love people from afar when they're like that. You don't have to be super connected and always in their lives and listening to what they say so intently that it puts you off your direction and your purpose in life. Like I think it's important to, again, stay true to you and understand that people serve a place in your life and sometimes it's not for the better. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's okay. We just have to leave people where they are. And when that's the case, it's normally a lesson, isn't Correct. it? Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Love that. At number Six, Mm. do not force things. Mm -hmm. Let it be. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. (laughs) That is a good one. What were you thinking of when you wrote that one down? What specific? Oh, that's a good question. Now I've got to think back because I wrote 17 of these. Mm. Why do you have something in mind that you felt like you forced? I haven't been, I think I learned that probably very quickly. I've always been a go with the flow individual. Yeah. And I can say that probably since my teens I've been like that and just known that it isn't good to force things. I've seen it probably as I've grown up with my mother who will kind of in a way like push for certain things Mm -hmm. and you've just got to let things be because if you force it, it's not going to work. You you know, you remember that saying, love is is like a fart. If you try to force it, it's probably shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard that before. <laughs> so, I like it though. Yeah, That's a good so, analogy. <laughs> so, so yeah, let it be. Mm-hmm. Number seven, don't try to convince people they are right where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that carries on from, from number six yeah. because it's, it's that same ideal of, you know, 
people are where they are. And you can't control their behavior. You can't control the things they do and say. All you could do is stay in your lane and observe. That's it. And we hear so much about girls in relationships that they literally try. And I've had friends that did this. They try to convince their partner to be with them and what they should do and, hey, we should have kids by this. I mean, that's discussion. that can be discussions in marriage though. That's sure. fine. But I'm talking about relationships before engagement or marriage. When you're trying to convince them of a certain thing, like we have to mm. be married by this time. We mm. have to mm. have a house by this. I want us to mm. and I'm going to try and convince you of that. Yeah. You can say, you can absolutely state what you want. Oh, this is what I'm going to have. Mm. I'm going to have a house in a couple of years mm-hmm. and I'm going to have kids in a few years. Yeah. And then if that man wants to come to the table, well, then I'm sure he's the right one for you yeah. and he'll come to the table. But if not, you're just trying to, it's going to fall on deaf ears for the wrong individual. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, that one's good. Mm-hmm. And then number eight, <laughs> if I don't say so myself, <laughs> number eight, mm. even when you trust someone, keep your cards close to your chest. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now this one, yeah. This one's, I've definitely learned this lesson Mm -hmm. because I can be a bit of an open book and there's absolutely been situations where I've opened up myself, I've opened up my business to friends and it hasn't worked out the way it I would have expected from a close friend, you know? So I think it's absolutely important to keep your cards close to your chest. And they, they reached a point as well in this you know, particular friendship where I thought, oh, like I, I noticed certain things. And your intuition is always going to tell you when things are off as well. But I noticed things and that was the point where I said, oh, damn, do I have to keep my cards close to my chest now with this friend? Mm. And yeah, things obviously work out the way they're supposed to. But when you have to say that, it's always like, it's a bit of a red flag, isn't it? Yeah. But I think it's important to just... I think I find that I find that with any relationship, friendship and also love. Like if I'm being honest, like I trust Luke. However, I've, I've always been the type that will say I'll trust you 99% because there's always that 1%. Yeah. And I, I think maybe that's also so true. Isn't yeah, it? Like, I th- like we're humans at the end of the day and we do things very differently. And what I consider trustworthy, someone else might consider, you know, non-trustworthy. And there's just, there's, I don't know, there's like a it really depends on the individual when it comes to trust. So I'm always the type that's like 99% of me trusts you and then there's that 1%. So if you fuck up, mm. I'm not super disappointed because I kind of knew that no. there was room for error. Does that make yeah, sense yeah. with that 1%? Wow. So when – because I've yeah. – I've in the past I've put 100% into things where I go 100% trust this person and they've disappointed me. Yeah. And then I, I suffer the most because my expectation was like so high for them yeah. and they didn't meet that standard and it disappoints me, you know. So I've kind of – I don't know. I've just changed my mindset on that a little bit. 99% trust with that 1% room for error. I love that. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Cat, the 35-year-old. <laughs> so wise. So wise. Um, number nine, mm. make mistakes. Yeah. Learn from them. Yes, definitely. Mm. Definitely in all aspects of life. Do you feel you've made a lot of mistakes? Mm. I think I've made mistakes in 
wanting to control other people. Mm. <laughs> so that concept of what we talked yeah, about before. Convincing them, yeah. Yeah, mm. like wanting to, when I say control other people, I think it comes from a place of when you're like looking into someone's life and you can see the things they're doing that are destructive to their mm. character and are destructive to their life, naturally I'm the type of individual, well, was the type of individual that would want to intervene yeah. and assist. Mm-hmm. So I'd give you all the advice in the world and I'd help you on a little plan and we'd find a way to help you get out of the the mess that you're in. But then I started to realise that some people like to be in the mess that they're in and mm. it actually has nothing to do with me. So, yeah, I think the mistakes, well, but again, are they mistakes or are they lessons? Yeah, You know, at the time they took a lot of my energy when really they shouldn't have. If I had the mentality I do now, back then, oh, I would have been a different person earlier. Yeah. You know, but everything's got its time and place. And, Absolutely it does. You know. Yeah. Mm, and on. we continue to learn that even after 35. Definitely. Uh, now, number 10, mm. don't carry regret. So yeah, this is a this is definitely a life lesson I've learned because harboring regrets does nothing for your state of mind. So the best you can let go, the better you will be. Yeah. And I've sought different healers mm-hmm. for, you know, for letting things go from yeah. my certain things, letting things go from my past and, you know, I've sought out kinesiology and my other healer Andrew mm-hmm. and breath work and that kind of thing. So that's a massive one. It's really important not to carry any regrets. Mm, You know, those other healing modalities, would you say that they were the catalyst for you letting go of those regrets? Like they were a big help in... Absolutely. I mean, I even saw a lady, she was a tarot card reader and I, I I don't really do that anymore. I think when you seek out tarot card readers and psychics it's because you really are searching for answers and at that point in my life I was and you know I remember her giving me an affirmation a certain yeah these words to say to let something go yeah and I would have to repeat them daily she said repeat them daily sit silently and to be honest it helped because she said you've got to break the energy cord between all the ties between yourself and other people yeah. that you want to let go of and I had to I had to do that oh that's so. interesting I did that too I went to a quantum healer a few years ago now and I oh this sounds this sounds really dramatic but I went through a <laughs> went through a process of cutting a soul contract with someone that I had a relationship with, not a romantic relationship with, but had a relationship with like here in this lifetime. And that was such an interesting experience. And after that, me and this person, we just drifted apart. But it was a natural process. It wasn't anything bad. It wasn't anything malice. It was, yeah, it was actually amazing. Interesting way to let go of, of an energy that you feel is a bit negative. Wow. And so, you know, we sort out these healers. Mm. Do you think people can cut ties energetically on their own because I believe we can and I believe I've done that in life where, you know, I might not have necessarily had to see someone but I've stopped that energy. I've cut the cord with someone and gone, yeah, I don't want this person in my life Yeah, and then I'm able to let that phase out. See, I love that because that's when you're thinking with logic, right? In my experience, I had a lot of emotion attached yes. to this individual. And I find that when you're leading with emotion, <laughs> it makes a lo- it a lot harder, harder to let go or distance yourself. So yeah, that experience was just a, a real big awakening for me. And I really understood that, okay, I'm, I'm letting go of my emotion in that moment through the healing. And then I was okay with letting go of that connection. 
of. Mm, we yeah. should talk about this in another yeah, episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I really mm. like it. But keep going. What are we up to? 11, which mm. kind of carries on from what we just spoke about. Mm. Unintentionally, if in need of healing, seek healers yep. and pray. Oh, pray. And I say this because I have learnt this has been a life lesson for me and it's only been recently. Mm. I can say within the last year I've learnt this, that praying is a form of manifestation. Mm-hmm. And so praying and being grateful when we pray and it puts us in a state of mind akin to what we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think praying is important and I think faith is important. Mm. And I know that there's obviously people that are atheists and things like that. I also lost my faith for a long time, but I feel like faith would tie into that. I just feel like faith is important. It's important to believe in something. Mm. And faith doesn't always mean religion. No, that's right. It doesn't have to be tied to a religious sector or anything like that. I think faith is within Mm. and, and faith is like belief of self. Yes. I think that that can also be a, a big takeaway from this chat as 100%. well. 100%. In the wise words of Bon Jovi, keep the faith. <laughs> Number 12, do not blame people. Turn the table and take responsibility. Yeah, love that. I learned this very early on. Mm-hmm. Early 20s, before my business, mm-hmm. I knew I had to take responsibility for things and yep. that life. And honestly, once I learned that concept, my success would climb and climb and climb. Mm. Not palming blame to other people is just paramount. Yes. Massive one. Love that. Number 13, your life is always trying to teach you something. Mm. Lessons will repeat until you learn them. Yes. And didn't I learn that from my ex coming back? (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) Literally not finding anyone else in those three years, him coming back and me going, no, no. I'm learning this lesson yeah. and boom, doing what I needed to and cutting those ties for good. Yep. No umming and ahhing and questioning anymore, which I'd done for a good majority of those three years and then completely letting it go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love so, that. So lessons will repeat until you learn them. Yeah, until you're ready to heal through them as well. Correct. Mm. Number 14, drop the excuses. Number one, because we don't want to hear it. Yep. Legit. (laughs) I don't want to hear your excuses. Mm. You were late. Don't care. Don't care about your excuses. Yeah. Don't care. Don't send me a message saying, sorry, I'm late. It's because of this and this. Cool. You're late. Just get there. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Just take responsibility. Yeah. And you know what? You know that whole like, sorry, I'm late concept. Like I really, I don't really like that at all. Yeah. I'm more of a, thanks for waiting for me, guys. I'm here now. What can we do? That that, I kind of changed my language a little bit there with that one because it's kind of like things happen in life. You're going to be late. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're going to muck up. You're going to do things the wrong way. We don't, we don't always have to be like apologizing for the things that we do because it, it, I don't know, it kind of weakens you a little bit when you're always, you know, I guess telling people, oh, I'm sorry, you're making an excuse for yourself. It's like, no, lift yourself up. Yeah, It's like, look, I did it this way, guys. I thought it would be the best way. Turns out it's not. Learn the lesson. Let's move on. Like it's it's as simple as that when you change the language. Absolutely. You know? Drop the excuses. Mm. And they're holding you back. Excuses are holding you back. Now I'm thinking like excuses of why you're not in alignment with who you are you know, why you're not doing the things that you want to do. So I'm going a bit deeper with that point. But it's like, you know, when you can see that someone's got an interest in something or someone's got a passion in something, but they're not pursuing it. Mm -hmm. They're not really doing it. And Mm -hmm. it's like, 
they'll tell you, oh, it's because I'm in this point in life and that point in life and it's not going to really align. And it's like, guys, it's got nothing to do with that. Change your mindset, drop the excuses and just start being that person that you want to be yeah, and just absolutely. watch how the world opens up. You know, I had a friend a couple of months ago that was wanting to seek healing modalities. Mm. So someone I see and like a couple of months ago, you know, they were like, oh, you know, I want to kind of see this person. And then, you know, I speak to them again and they ask more questions about this healer. And then, you know, two months pass by and they ask more questions. And I literally said, stop making excuses. You're, you're back where you're still where you were two months ago, yeah. having not done anything, having not moved. Mm. Just go and see I was like, the book the appointment if you <laughs> yeah. want to book the appointment. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. stop making excuses that the price is too high or that you don't have the time or what are their accreditation? Yeah, yeah. It's like just stop and go yep. and try yep. and see where it takes you. Love that. Yeah. 15. Mm. Change isn't easy. Mm but it's worth it. Yes, I love that. It is worth it. It is worth it. If there's something in your life that where you have to make a change, where you know that you have to make a change, that change will be worthwhile always because you wouldn't have that thought if it wasn't going to be. You know what I mean? There's either someone in your way, there's either yourself in your way, there's something that you're doing that's limiting yourself or something that someone else is doing that's limiting you. You need to make a change to get out of that situation. It'll always be for the better. Always. And we spoke about changes on a recent episode. Yes, that's right. Go and listen to that Mm -hmm. as well because this kind of ties in with that. Mm. But no, change isn't easy, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. 16. Mm. Know when to play stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I did not expect that. I did not see that one coming. (laughs) You know, please elaborate. (laughs) It's really interesting because this can be used in all aspects and it's also something I learned very, very young. Okay. It's one of those things that, as an example, in my teens, you would have – boys at school mm-hmm. be inappropriate mm. or make inappropriate comments. And for me, the worst thing would have been to look them directly in the eye and go, what are you saying? Blah, blah, blah. I heard what you said. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Because Getting that – offensive. Exactly. Yeah. Because that to me could create conflict. And you just don't know. These days, to be honest, you actually don't know what people are capable of. Yeah. Right? So my defence mechanism growing up when I learnt this was to play stupid. Okay. E.g., they made an inappropriate comment. I could have potentially laughed it off like (laughs) as if I didn't hear it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or turned around or simply simply go, I'm sorry, what was that? (laughs) And then (laughs) – Say they repeat it. Oh, I didn't quite catch that. Because who wants to repeat something three times? It's yeah. not funny. Especially if it's like time. a derogatory comment. Exactly. Or, yeah. And it's just not funny the third time. And that's a little tip as well. If someone says something to you that is rude, pretend you didn't hear it and go, oh, I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> and then if they do choose to repeat it, then you go, oh, wait, I didn't quite catch that. 
by the third time, they're not going to want to say, say it no. and they feel stupid. If it was rude, if it's in front of people, if it's they will feel like an idiot. That is, oh, wow. Good I life love, lesson. That's a good life lesson. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good. That's yeah. brilliant because, yeah, because you're forcing someone, you know, sometimes people say things off the cuff. They say it to be funny or they say it because, you know, it's that slip of the tongue, like I'm just going to put it out there and see what happens. But then when you're confronted with someone saying, oh, sorry, I didn't quite hear that, say it again. And then your brain is like, oh, my God, I have to repeat what I just said and it was so inappropriate. I could imagine the guy's faces when you're like, say that again. Actual. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good oh my little God, life how good lesson. is that? I love that one. <laughs> Number 17, choose your life mate carefully. They are the ones who are going to bring you 90% of your happiness or misery. Yeah. yeah. Well. Mm. I think I've chosen pretty well. <laughs> and so this is obviously a lesson I've definitely learnt within the last year and a half, obviously, mm-hmm. in choosing Charlie, who I foresee as my life mate now. Yeah. And and I know that he's not going to bring me the misery part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to bring me all happiness. So choose your life mate carefully. One thing I can't comprehend mm and you will get this, is why girls will settle because mm. they see that thing as a biological clock yep. ticking, blah, blah, blah. Yep. They'll settle and they'll settle for someone that isn't right, someone that's toxic. I have seen things on TikTok of guys, and I saw one last night and it's absolutely so gross, of a guy going to his pregnant wife or girlfriend, whatever mm. she was, cracking an egg on her head and throwing water in her face. And the poor thing looked like she was about to to cry and I didn't see the rest of the video. Like it was kind of cut off because someone was speaking on that situation. Okay. And the way he snickered and laughed, then the person that the video cut to that was speaking on it said, I 100% believe that this man hates this woman, Mm. that he's trying to humiliate her in this Mm. way, do that. What I cannot even, there's no part of me that could ever imagine Charlie doing something of that kind. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't don't settle for shit like that. That ain't funny. Don't settle for anyone cracking an egg over you. On your head. Wow. It was actually cracked on the forehead. Well, that is, what the hell is wrong with people? It was horrible. Oh, my god! I wonder if I saved it. I'll show it to you later and you can have a look. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You know, on that concept of settling, like we talk about why do people settle, I think people, when they – when they survey a person, when they when they overlook a person and their personalities, characteristics, qualities, all of that, I think they pick the things that they're drawn to and attracted to straight off the bat and they hold on to those as like the benchmark for everything else. So they might say, oh, you know what, this guy is, uh, I don't know, very masculine. He's got a lot of masculine energy, okay? So that's what I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. But then on the downside with that masculine energy, he doesn't really know how to use it to its potential. So he's actually quite rude to you in front of other people, mm-hmm. right, with that whole macho man, you know, that concept. But girls will kind of get a little bit misguided where they'll be like, yeah, but that just comes with being masculine. That just comes with that sort of energy. So no. I need to put up with that. And that's where we get That's where we get people. And I've been in situations like that where I've settled for friendships and romantic relationships in the past where I've just settled because I've gone, well, majority of him is good. 
and yeah. he's got the qualities that I like. I don't really like when he does this and I really hate when he does this to me. But the rest of the foundation is there, so I think I'm meant to stick with this. <laughs> when it's like that's not the way it goes. Yeah. It has to be an all-round like embodiment of if it's masculine energy that you're attracted to, to that that marries up with respect, you know, and I think we get a bit lost, I think, sometimes. And, you know, take it from me, someone that was engaged and almost married and was with someone for four years, this person, I knew all the way along Mm. in that relationship, I was like, this doesn't feel right, this doesn't feel right. I'm Googling before my wedding Mm. how to know if your intuition is telling you things. Mm. You know what I mean? Mid-20s. That's what I'm Googling. Yep. If it doesn't feel right, if this person doesn't feel right, it's not right. Don't try and talk yourself into it. Yeah. Be free. Yes. Set yourself free from that shit. I love that. Be free. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. So those were my 17 lessons that I've learned today. I'm really excited about hearing yours in part two. So guys, stay tuned. If you haven't, wish Kat a happy birthday on socials. Thank you. She's 35 and thriving. And next week, I'm still 35. (laughs) (laughs) Just just give me this week, okay? (laughs) But she is wise. And we are about to listen in the next episode to her lessons. And this will be 35 by 35. (laughs) 35 is a vibe coming up. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Thanks, Thanks, guys. guys.